The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-host Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Good evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to another week of Jaybird Watching. We are only a week or so and some change away from actual Major League Baseball coming in. Tonight, we are actually going to be talking about a little bit of Minor League Baseball as well with our special guest, Ken. We have Amanda Balsara with us tonight from the Buffalo Bisons. Buffalo Bisons. <laughs> go Bisons. Go Bisons. There we go. <laughs> Craig is frozen. Okay, no problem. <laughs> uh, so Amanda is the uh, entertainment and promotions coordinator of the Buffalo Bisons. And how are we doing this evening? I'm great, guys. How are you this evening? <laughs> Having fun. Afraid to talk some baseball because, like I said, it's actually almost time for the season to start in major leagues and minor leagues. Um, so first, we're going to talk a little Blue Jays stuff before we literally have some fun in baseball and talk promotions and whatnot. It's going on at the AAA level and at the Blue Jays level. And... Just some general things that we've seen that are just fun over the years in Major League Baseball and whatnot and other sporting events. Um, so let's talk. Spring training is wrapping up today. Uh, funny enough, I don't know, Ken, if you saw, but Dalton Farshow, the big yeah for the Blue Jays, finally hit his first home run today <laughs> in the spring training. And the guys gave him the silent treatment in the dugout to start things off because <laughs> if really? it wasn't going to be that, why not? He walks into the dugout and starts doing the ghosting <laughs> to everybody and nobody was giving him a high five. And all of a sudden he kind of like turns around and does the Charlie Brown thing and <laughs> they all come and get him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So, but exciting stuff to see because we were wondering when his bat was actually going to finally kick in um i know you were rather excited to see what he could do this year for the blue jays (laughs) pretty much actually yeah because we all heard about uh you know how the front blues have a great defensive outfield this year and uh, we wanted to see them really try to you know, contribute. And I know that uh, Kiermaier is doing really well and on the offensive side as well. So, I'm, I mean, I'm glad to see that Varsho is uh, hit his first home run. I hope that bat does come alive by the time uh, you know, the regular season starts. But, uh, you know, go Dalton. And to, to that point, see, we have a Buffalo Bison in the room. I have to talk Vladdy for a few minutes. She got to enjoy him for so long. Um, 
we would we were talking before the show Amanda that he comes back from the uh, injury list basically or spring training whatever that's going on this is the world baseball classic and his first double that he hits went 118 miles an hour to that point very interesting and I know that the Bison's account had to have been retweeting that out oh yeah we always we always show Vladdy our love we miss him we're glad we don't face stuff yeah. And to that point, you got a little extra bonus time with him in that, you know, year and a half where he was a Toronto Blue Jay and yeah. Buffalo Blue Jay company. <laughs> yeah, we definitely love to see him back at Salem Field. It was fun to see. And I was actually an intern when he was at the Bisons, and I always tell people that he said hi to me one time. That was an intern. <laughs> <laughs> That's your claim to fame, though. You got a you got an yeah. eye and probably a wonderful smile from Vladdy yeah. because he seems to be, I don't think I've ever seen him terribly upset except for unfortunately how last season that did. Yeah. But that was completely acceptable to be slightly frustrated. So, but things are trending up for the Blue Jays. They've made some great moves this offseason. And we're talking to the point where usually this time of year, there's all sorts of position battles going into the actual season. And it's usually down to the wire. The Blue Jays just made their last round of cuts between our show last week and this week. And there's not a lot of like unexpected stuff in this so the blue jamies did cut some of the guys down to the minor league camp and to amanda's enjoyment and excitement here that she gets to enjoy addison barger in buffalo for officially so to that point amanda i know you got to see him a little bit last year um it's an exciting guy to have in buffalo but i do not know how long you're gonna have him. <laughs> yeah we're we're not totally sure either but we're gonna enjoy him while we have him because he can definitely hit we're looking for guys that can hit for power because we didn't really have that last year I'm more of a defensive team, but uh, we're excited to see what he can do since he came kind of late to us, but uh, he shined when he came in. Yeah. And, and I think the Blue Jays saw exactly what you could get from Addison Barger against Ken. This guy is just, ah, you know, he's going to just baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm doing no justice to this, but <laughs> to that point, I, at the point, if, all things go wrong with them trying to re-sign Matt Chapman at the major league level. I'm kind of in a ballpark of feeling strangely okay if Addison Barger is the next guy up. <laughs> I think we talked about that a few weeks ago. Do you want to circle back on that one a little bit? Well, yeah, like in terms of Chapman right now that we're talking about, Chapman. As far as what you've seen from Barger and some of these highlights and stuff, the guy's got two or three home runs this spring. He's hitting the ball. He's playing great third base and a little bit of left field well yeah i mean especially like whenever we bring him up because right now who is the backup to chapman because i know chapman is projected for starting third baseman i would say it's some kind of a combination of kevin vigio and or santiago espinal being your backwards are you like me ambidextrous i can play anywhere guys right probably more espinal than Vigio. well then yeah i'm very, definitely excited to see addison barger actually he'll be get called up and like i said feel sorry for amanda if we have to pull him away from buffalo but uh if he can if he can still hit those guns like right what he's doing right now in spring then uh it'd be nice to have that flexibility that if chapman's us off his game for a few games we could have barger into you know filling fill the gap Yep. The other big name that was on this list of cuts was Drew Hutchinson, as far as what Blue Jays fans go. And I know, Ken, that just wrecks your whole big, bold predictions for the way too early predictions that we got in the spring. <laughs> we made these predictions, Amanda, just for your benefit and the rest of the fans that might have missed this episode or whatnot. We did these like 
the day spring training pitchers and catchers started. We just made these crazy predictions. His was mentioning that, you know, you say Kikuchi was a little rough last year. Maybe Drew Hutchinson just runs with this idea and becomes the same guy he was in 2015 when he was actually funny enough playing with the Blue Jays. <laughs> so keeps it interesting. That's why I'm not a prognosticator but, there, Craig. <laughs> you don't quite have your crystal ball already. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's a solid innings eater at the minor league level with uh, our friends over at the Buffalo Bisons. And to that point, Amanda, that's going to be somebody that is the next guy up if a rotation issue happens for the Blue Jays. But he's a guy that could look very much like what Casey Lawrence was for all of you the last few years. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Casey Lawrence was huge for us last year. And um, yeah, we're definitely looking for more pitchers kind of like Casey Lawrence. So yeah, somebody to eat innings. It doesn't matter what level you're at. You need somebody to pitch more than like five innings. Yeah, Casey was that guy. Yeah. So, and to that point, you are probably going to get Casey back. (laughs) Yeah, I I think that's what the talk was in the office that we were going to get Casey back. We're not entirely sure. Well, the guys come on Sunday, so we're still not sure who our opening day pitcher will be, too. So, yeah. And I'm sure that is literally a wild card up until the last minute because you are so reliant on the fact of who's going to get cut, unfortunately. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, we're ready for you to run over here. Just go. (laughs) So, but, um, yeah. So that's the big talk around camp other than the fact that today <laughs> Blue Jays fans have been wondering what you're getting from Jose Barrios. Did you see Ken what he did today? Okay. I missed it because I was, I was, I was away from it for today. What did he do? I know. Unfortunately, like you, um, I have a day job too, and I only get to see highlights. <laughs> so, uh, but as far as what happened is he pitched five solid innings and looked like Jose Barrios, not, the wild card that we had is Jose Barrios last year. No, <laughs> so that's I was very gonna, intriguing. Yeah, I was going to make a comment because it seems like he's performing really well during uh, the spring say, spring training so far. So the fact that he went five innings, great. And I see he pitched a really good game at this point, right? Yes. And to that point, I'm wondering how much the, uh, actually that extra competition of being in the World Baseball Classic actually really benefited somebody like him because they just got the juices going a little bit earlier than uh oh, spring training games you know okay great i'm going out there with 60 70 percent of my effort to not blow up my arm <laughs> and then this is the week that they would maybe start ramping up to get ready for a real game situation if this is the real game jose Barrios, that's an ace level guy from not that long ago that we traded a ton of talent for, which thankfully on the Minnesota twins and unfortunately for them hasn't panned out for them yet. <laughs> but um, it, it, this you're talking already that we're they're debating in blue Jays fandom about if it's Manoa or Gosman to take the opening day ball. And then you have Chris Bassett who has had an insanely talented spring training. And now you have Jose Rios. Yes. It, you know, it's, that's four guys solid. <laughs> yeah. And I still think they're still trying to figure out who the fifth pitcher is going to be. And I don't know, it seems like a lot of people are saying that it is Kikuchi. That looks like it's going to be the, the potential fifth starter. But, uh, you know, like I said, you know, our, our pitching is as strong as, as we think they, sh- they can be, then we're definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with this season. Yeah. So he basically threw one mistake today and it was a home run. <laughs> And I'm trying to, because I don't know this gentleman for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Oh, Taryn Lavara. So, rookie. 
Uh, maybe it was a lucky swing. Lucky I don't swing. know. Maybe it was a just horrible, horrible right down the middle. <laughs> just crushed it kind of situation. I'm not sure, but um, these are the kind of things that Blue Jays fans are hoping to get from him and getting, uh, I think he said five strikeouts too. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Those are exactly the kind of things. Yeah, five strikeouts. And like I said, that was the one blemish on the outing through five innings. I'll take that all day for a guy that really is slated in to be our fourth starter. Right if he can continue that so. less than three ERA that he has right now in the spring, even better. Yeah. Amanda, do you have anything to add in? I, I know we, I don't know how much you've seen somebody pitch like Jose Barrios because he hasn't pitched for the triple A teams in a million years, but as Blue Jay fan affiliated. <laughs> They were back to the lagging front. Back to the lag. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amanda's so, probably going to be saying it, yes. Very excited. <laughs> so, some of the other guys that were on the uh, minor league piece that are going to the Bisons, I unfortunately lost the list in front of me because oh, I clicked back. on too many things. There I am. <laughs> we lost you on the uh, asking you about what you've seen from Kyle like the Blue Jays spring training. What do you? I'm sure there's minor league guys that are coming your way that you're excited about, like guys and Barger. But have you seen anything from like the Jose Barrios and the Fox Wars and things like that that you're rather intrigued on being six degrees from the Toronto Blue Jays like you are? <laughs> Um, there's been a, there's been a few names that we've kind of like thrown around the office. I've just kind of heard, uh, kind of, uh, get people that I work with uh, about from spring training and, uh, Addison Park is probably one of the bigger names that I've heard when we're talking about spring training and, um, from our social media standpoint, we kind of, um, retweet a lot of things out of Lopez has done. Uh, he's, we're glad to have him back. We're not sure how long he's going to stay with us, but, um, just kind of happy to have some of our returners and then kind of some kind of new young guys to kind of help us out here yeah some of these new guys that are going to be coming their way there's a few good guys that blue jays claimed off of waivers that are going to be playing with buffalo and julian fernandez and white and bernard uh fernandez is one of those guys i hear he can throw the ball almost 100 out of the bullpen so that's going to be something that, like to that point he's a just miss candidate for making the roster so that's just shows you the depth the Blue Jays have amassed over the offseason here in the bullpen. If you're just not taking a wild card on a guy like that. <laughs> so, um, meanwhile, well, Wynn Bernard might be one of the both ad- most athletic guys I've seen playing baseball. He just hasn't really found that next step to take his game up to. He's in that ballpark where he's approaching 30. So he played so many games at the major league level. He made it to the majors last year with the Colorado Rockies and it was a big thing because it's that awesome story here that he stuck with it he finally made it he's up in the majors and he's in that dancing in the line right now a quadruple A player he's not he's too good for the minors hasn't made that next step to really move in but to that point very super talented and it's gonna be a fun person in the Buffalo Bison's outfield and I and then like I mentioned a moment ago I, um, the one that I'm not sure if he's going to end up in double A or if he's going to end up with you is that Zach Britton. I think he needs a challenge and he's going to look really good in the Bison's uniform because the guy gets gnashes. It's another guy right in the middle of that lineup. Him and Barger, fun to watch. <laughs> and the man is lagged again. That's okay. <laughs> that is all good. So. Um, to that point, I think the Bisons are pretty set with if those two are in the lineup in the middle of your uh, rotate in the middle of the lineup, smashing baseballs and playing your outfield. But um, oh, looks like we're good. Yep, I think we're back. <laughs> so, Amanda's back. 
um, to that point. Um, so those are some really, that's like I said, 11 players got reassigned yesterday. This is where the Blue Jays are trending is they're really building that core up. And I had mentioned a few minutes ago, so who's left? There's still too many people in camp, right? <laughs> so something's got to happen. So down the, to the, the couple of people that we mentioned, one one that we haven't, um, Otto Lopez is still in camp. Don't know if they're keeping him or the alternative would be an outfielder. And um, crap, why am I blanking? <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Amanda, who are we talking about? Oh, Nathan Lukes. I don't, I don't know how I miss Nathan Lukes, but um, Nathan Lukes is the other younger gentleman that's still in camp, and to that point, was one of the key contributors to the Bison's offense last season. I believe he batted like 300 something, Amanda. It was damn near close to it, yeah, something or something like that. Yeah, either way, he was the highlight of your outfield last year yeah. <laughs> mvp if i'm wrong yeah yeah he was our he was our season mvp and he um he kind of laid low for the first half of the season and then once uh <laughs> once things warmed up he warmed up yeah, <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> yep that's all that matters he started mashing in july and like i said he's he could be sending his ticket for being a toronto blue jay this uh, spring too he's, he's doing everything he's supposed to do yeah. and i really think that the roster right now the way it's constructed favors luke's over Otto lopez as good as Otto lopez has and he's had a performance for the uh canadian baseball team for the world baseball classic as well um i as much as i would love to say that's the shoe and the problem is to what we mentioned a minute ago there's lots of infield depth on the Toronto Blue Jays right now in Kevin Biggio and Santiago Espinal. So them carrying that extra infielder might not be winning the cards for right now. So that would be the catch. And so sorry, guys. How did the Bisons do last in the 2022 season? Um, that in front of you? We, were in, we were in first place for like the first half of the season. Um, and then things kind of took a dive when we went to Scranton and got swept. Um, I think, I think we were about in the middle of our division last year. Um, and then the Durham Bulls won the AAA championship. Now you were battling back and forth with my hometown here with the Rochester Red Wings for yeah. first place for easily the first half of the season. And that was, that was very fun to watch. Yeah. It was always <laughs> one and two, one and two. It was so weird. So, um, as far as Blue Jays news goes, kind of unless you have something in front of you that you would like to chit chat about, or Amanda, if you had something that was Blue Jay Blue Jays news that you would like to talk about, I think the only other real topic is who starts opening day. But please fill me in if you would have a topic either of you would like to throw into the room here before we go on. <laughs> no, no, we can talk about potential potential starters. <laughs> so. Uh, first day opening day is next thursday so the 30 30th yep and it will be in st louis where the blue jays will be taking on the cardinals because the blue jays do not come home until april 11th so they get a whole solid week on the road easy <laughs> good 10 games or something like that um to that point opening day right now can if you Somebody put you in a corner and said that you had to pick a pitcher. Are you going with Alec Manoa or are you going with Kevin Gosman? I think I'm going to go with Gosman just because he seems to be hotter right out of the spring at this point. Manoa is going to obviously be our, probably our second day starter. And I know Manoa is still just loosening up and stuff like that. I mean, I know we can't take stats too much, too critically during uh, the spring training, but uh, I expect Gosman to probably be the first one. Yeah. 
Amanda, I know you. Did you get to see Manoa a couple of years ago when you were still interning? Or? He's he's one of the names on the Blue Jays that I know. So there's like yeah. there's certain names on the Blue Jays that I know. Some names I don't know. If he's one of the names that I know, so I'd probably go with him based off names. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. So. To your point, Ken, I do think Kevin Gosman is going to be the opening day starter. And I do think that's just a reward for what he did in his first crazy contract year with the Blue Jays last year. I just think it spells this is your pat on the back. Um, Schneider and Manoa are already buddy, buddy. Anyways, Gosman being the newer guy in the room. I think that's still Wolverine true to the point that he is our ace and he has looked nothing but that already this spring. He hasn't um, allowed a run yet that. in spring trading. I, I think. think he's only walked one guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually walked so. three guys and he struck out 18 in only four games. So, yeah. So, but to that point, how many innings is that? Like, I hate like 20 ish? 13.2, apparently. Yeah. That's. <laughs> it's not even a walk in inning. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he's definitely um, uh, he's definitely like I said, coming hot out the start. Manoa is not that far back. He's struck out about fifteen already in just fourteen innings. So you know yeah. either way, both aces. Just saying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um to that point, um I don't I think it's actually just as impressive if not equally impressive because of the new major league rules kevin gossman had to change his whole road wind up and everything because he had one of those weird little rocks that they're not allowed to do anymore oh they call so it a he now actually, if he does that you are correct sir oh, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so in the midst of that that's one of those things that it, his spring training had to take a different tra- trajectory because of that because he had to not only just gear back up, but he had to literally tear down his mechanics enough to get away from that issue. So give him the reward. Yeah. It looks like he's adjusted really well. Same with Kikuchi as well. He's, he's kind of like adapted fairly well so far during the, you know, with the pitching clock and all that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking that, uh, as long as it gets out of their heads, well, especially for Kikuchi's sake, then, uh, you know, they're going to probably perform a lot better this year than they did last year. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Ross isn't here to talk baseball mental stuff with us today. So I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was somebody we recently had on um, Amanda. Dr. Jenna Ross was is a mental coach and uh, a psychiatrist. And we were talking mental side of the baseball game. And we were pointing out some weird things that Blue Jays fans have seen over the years. And one of them was the fact that you say Kikuchi all of a sudden can find the plate this spring. <laughs> and we were wondering how much the fact is that because of the pitch clock at the major league level now, he doesn't have time to think. He just has to throw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all out. As somebody like yourself that's actually seen the benefit of the pitch clock, yeah. have you noticed on the Meyer League level the game's actually getting a little shorter because it's I, I love the pitch clock. I think it shaved off like an hour and a half for our really? games. Like games used to be like uh I remember when I was an intern at the Lansing Love Nuts, games were like four hours. Uh our games last year were like two and a half, three hours. Like it it made wow. a difference and fans noticed. Too. That's a big difference. Yeah. yeah. Especially on minor league level. That gives you the fr- Friday fireworks at like eleven o'clock almost on a dot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then la- last year it would uh be like the game was like almost over and it was still light out. So we had to like find time to like we had to like kill time after the game for it to be dark enough to have the fireworks. So I can't, oh, no. someone throw a cat on the field. Someone throw a cat on the field. <laughs> rally scroll. Yes, we we did have a land on the field one time. Yeah. Like, flew on the field, and our players were like scared of it. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like Western New York right there. Just saying. Everybody thinks New York's one big city. You know, there's like 
turkeys and stuff. <laughs> so, um, but that's, that's the fun with minor league baseball, and we'll get into that in a minute. But I think that the Blue Jays are destined to eventually give Kevin Gossman the opening day job. And um, right now, Blue Jays fans are. If you look on Twitter and whatnot, it's almost a dead heat. Everybody's back and forth on the two. And like I said, I, you can't go wrong either way. So pick one, move along. I would say, though, that my one deterrent, at least with Manoa on opening day this early in his career, because this is really, Blue Jays fans forget, this is only his third season. Wow. Um, does he get too amped up? on opening day <laughs> you know what i mean he's a guy that's already got a lot of tenacity and ready to go i wonder if that little bit of extra is the reason he gets a little wild or something during that opening day but you mean like he's gonna sprint on the field and like uh, pull a hamstring or something like that is that how intense you're talking about yeah i'm talking like you you being the long-term blue jay fan in the room and i'll just you know break this down to everybody so everybody will get it brett Lorer. Any Red Bulls before a game? Sorry, how much did you, you, you cut out there on that second there? How many Red Bulls? Oh, okay. have? Like if he has like five Red Bulls for a game, which is what the rumor is. Wow! By the way, <laughs> holy the guy was like, <laughs> there's a reason that he looked like he was going to get hurt every time he ran after a baseball, and I'm just assuming too much sugar. I loved him, by the way. <laughs> he was an awesome guy. So to that point, I wonder if that little bit of extra, you know environment much more to feed off of the fans even in a hostile environment like st louis it was if that'd be that little tip between being a winner or a loss on opening day that's all <laughs> so <laughs> so anyways let's talk blue jays promotions bison's promotions just fun with baseball in general because we are a week away from actually being in the stands and being able to watch baseball live no more spring training no more exhibitions well baseball classic was fun and i thoroughly enjoyed the game last night even though team usa lost just <laughs> just um and not to mention Shoei atani is easily the best player in baseball i think at this point absolutely so without going too far down that trail, this is a Blue Jays slash Bison's podcast. <laughs> um, let's talk uh, the Buffalo Bison's first, Amanda. Lay out some of the fun that the Bison's fans are going to get from coming to the ballpark, what things are going on, other than, you know, the things that Blue Jays fans and Bison's fans have in common, like Looney and $2 hot, hot dog night or the same thing. <laughs> so things like that. Uh, yeah, so we have some uh, we have some of our bigger nights returning, uh, like Star Wars night is June third. Uh, that's one of our bigger nights. Uh, it's one of our kind of things we're proud of. Uh, we have uh, a Star Wars night. We have like a on field performance post game with our um, with our Star Wars Alliance. There's a group in Buffalo that they're uh, like Star Wars cosplayers, so they perform. Well, that happened to be the 501st Legion by any chance. That's, I have some friends that do the stuff for the kids and stuff, and I believe that would be what they're called. It's just they dress up like stormtroopers and yeah, the, yeah oh. I think it's the 501st Legion. And uh, the I think this year I think this is our 11th or 12th year that we've done this. Um, so they had they've had a storyline for their 
um, post-game performance every year, and it follows the storyline. So the, the story will continue this year, and uh, fans really love it. Uh, we used to have Jessica Light on our concourse to take pictures <laughs> with, but I don't think um, since COVID we had, we didn't have Jabba the Hutt, and I don't think we're bringing him back this year, but we still have some really cool uh, stuff going on for... Couldn't feed him enough beer and hot dogs to keep him happy, kind of Yeah. <laughs> Someone will complain about it. There's always something to complain about. Um, we have uh, Marvel Defenders of the Diamond. That's um, an initiative that um, Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, and uh, Marvel have. Um, where we have this year, we have specialty jerseys. Uh, we have a special logo um, with the Bisons. It's kind of like a superheroized uh, logo that will be featured on our jerseys and on-field caps. Um, and that's kind of something similar. It's kind of Marvel themed, superhero themed. Uh, we will have Hulk and Black Panther. At our, at our game uh, for available for pictures and stuff like that. Uh, last year we had Captain America and Captain Marvel, and then we're kind of switching it up this year, and we'll have uh, special in-game stuff going on with that. Um, that Defenders of the Diamond thing is pretty cool, and I, I I honestly completely forgot about that until you mentioned it, and I'm not going to lie, the Bisons have one of the more badass of the world. Yeah, the We bring in the snow, and Especially this year with the yeah. snow. <laughs> it's like you all brought that on yourselves. Too. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have 900 feet of snow this winter. Because because we're talking about this, I'm sure it's, you know, the, the hardcore Blue Jay fan might have seen this kind of thing. I'm going to bring it up on the screen here just so Amanda's talking and we can uh, get an idea of what this logo looks like. Because like I said, it is pretty epic and legendary. And oh. they're selling all this <laughs> stuff on Eliza's.com, wow. just saying. <laughs> yeah, we did a little photo shoot with uh our mer- with the marvel merch on uh, a few weeks ago and we're releasing that on social media soon so you'll be seeing me modeling the hats and sweatshirts and stuff soon <laughs> so that's what you get as a perk for being the coordinator of all this you get to be yeah. like oh hey what's up? <laughs> it's my, my roommate is the social media coordinator asked me to model so she talked gotcha. she no. all together and she did a great job and when she can find you that easily that's just what's gonna happen yeah. Yeah, really <laughs> so anyway as you were we're talking about the promotions i'm sorry i interrupted yeah, um, the, um one of our other uh, big uh nights that uh, we're bringing back that we haven't had since uh 2019 is mystery ball night uh we have uh, different celebrities uh whether it's blue jays or uh bills players or just uh, random celebrities like we have a ball signed by jay leno um we have random athletes and celebrities and uh different things like that uh signing uh we have them sign baseballs and then we wrap them up um so you don't know whose it is and then fans pay twenty dollars and they receive just a random signed baseball from a celebrity or athlete or all different personalities around buffalo um and then all the proceeds go towards uh micah hyde's uh, imagine for youth foundation uh, so, so it all goes to charity and it's a really cool night. Um, and we usually do. Is he the one that still does the celebrity softball tournament? Yeah. Is it how we're, yeah. Mm-hmm. we're also having that on May 7th and that's always a really fun thing. Um, uh, my roommates and I got to meet Josh, my roommates and my interns and I got to meet Josh Allen last year and we took <laughs> He's the back-to-back home run champion. So he's defending his title this year. Oh, there it is. It's not, just the, not just the prowess with the R, but he's carrying lumber suits. Oh, yeah. Too. So he, he can hit. We, we, need to, we need to sign a contract with him. He's got to be a dual sport athlete. Yeah. yeah. Get him to do some higher league baseball or at least do some home run derbies for y'all before the games and whatnot. Yeah. Have like yeah. challenge Josh tonight. <laughs> <laughs> can hit off. Who can strike out Josh Allen? 
<laughs> that would be a, there's an event for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, what was it the I think it was the was it the Atlanta Braves that used to do that guy that was like beat the streak or whatever it was the guy who ran like a speed of freeze he ran like yeah. 900 miles an hour the guy would give him like a minute start or like a 30 second start running around the outfield and he would still outrun that person that started 30 seconds before him yeah, it was slightly be oh, crap. Be <laughs> yeah, wow. i i only wish i could move that fast yeah. <laughs> like, well, i'll run that fast <laughs> exactly but no that is i've actually been to the um a celebrity softball thing a few times that is a wonderful event and a great time for everybody it was unfortunately probably the year before josh allen did the or so right before covid <laughs> so. everything was better before covid we all yeah. know that we're getting back to normal including maybe the brand job with a hut back on star wars night it's okay <laughs> that, was only, that was a really cool thing that we had <laughs> so but um so those are the things that Bison's got going on. Kind of, you really looked at the Buff or the Blue Jays actual promos who got scheduled too much. There is some really cool stuff as far as giveaways for fans, and they're also doing a Star Wars night because that's just become the cool thing to do at all major league and minor league baseball nice. uh, facilities. Which to that point, it always puts butts in the seats. And everybody loves Star Wars, and what's better than Star Wars with a beer, or a hot dog, and some baseball? That's more awesome. <laughs> so sorry, so. Craig. What are the other days I didn't get? chance to see it so first before that when is kelly gruber bobblehead day <laughs> i don't know when kelly gruber bobblehead day is. and right now if you might have a little problem selling that one on blue jays brass just saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not exactly been the best person on social media of, uh, the last four years <laughs> i'm only gonna remember what i saw as a kid that's why and during the blue jays run that's the way i look at it same with the whole thing with bill I cosby all that right out yeah I, yeah, same thing with Bill, Bill Cosby. Cosby's the guy that, that, that I always look the at. Jello put off, right? <laughs> I look at him just as Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. I don't think about anything else, so I can watch those shows and just appreciate it. Same with Kelly Gruber. I have no clue what he did. I assume it's not the greatest. Don't care. Exactly. But he wrote a kids book. He wrote a kids book. There we <laughs> go. Maybe your trivia last week. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was something we joked around with. Uh, with Scoop. We did a few years here at COVID. Was while we were doing the show every week and trying to figure out the stuff to do, we did a guess that Blue Jays night against the podcast team versus the writers at jaysturtle.com on fansided. And it was uh, eight of us that room trying to stump each other it was really fun but i threw one of the ones that i knew kevin or uh kenny would uh get with kelly gruber right and he did he just threw it out in the room because i knew he would and just there said yeah, go. i got it <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but that was the useless trivia for the night that kelly gruber wrote his book <laughs> so um was there anything else on the on the biden's uh schedule you wanted to talk before we talk about what's on the blue jeans uh promo schedule Oh uh, yeah, every year we have um heritage nights. Uh we have uh Irish, Polish, Italian, uh Hispanic heritage and Native American heritage night where we kind of celebrate all those different heritages and we have pregame parties with uh different dancers and different music and uh food dedicated to those heritage heritages nice. and then uh we used to do t-shirt giveaways but this year we're doing coaster giveaways so they're different coasters dedicated to the different heritages so well most okay. of those heritages you called out there the irish italian all drinking communities so yeah, <laughs> yeah always really fun nights. Our, our polish polish night was crazy last year i couldn't ima- i couldn't <laughs> believe how how uh lively that crowd was for polish yeah. night it was really fun how, how much polka and how many brats <laughs> oh, 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 definitely a lot of brats definitely a lot of sauerkraut going around uh we, we have a pierogi stand this year so the pierogi stand will be 
super busy on Polish. <laughs> there you go. Nice. And to that point, I, I'm assuming Salem almost has a problem getting you all more brats for the ballpark. You know, you have a hot dog and sausage company as your sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll definitely be pulling those out for us. There you go. So. Anything else? Are we good? <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but I know you are coordinating these things. <laughs> yeah, those are those are definitely our main ones. Uh, we have we have definitely have a full promo schedule this season. Um, yeah. We have we've got a lot of fun stuff going on. Let me give you a quick pitch. Tell people where to find that schedule. Horizons.com. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Click on that schedule. Make sure you hit those little abstracts on the uh, schedule, right? <laughs> so let's talk Blue Jays as far as their fun and their coordinating with what's going on with the Blue Jays and the uh, events and whatnot. There is a ton of stuff on the schedule, and it's everything from cool bobbleheads to jerseys to Boba Chat's little cool little. I'm assuming he's talking about opening Bob night. Sorry, you missed. You cut out there, Craig. Rewind, rewind that. George Springer. Sorry, Craig. Craig rewind oh. that ten seconds. <laughs> right. Um. So they got a little bit of everything for everybody at the Blue Jays Stadium this year. It is everything from you know replica jerseys to half half jerseys because they wanted to do one with a split for Kevin Gosman's splitter pitch being his calling card. It's a Blue Jays jersey split down the middle one with a blue one with a white oh. kind of fun um things like that to some really really cool bobbleheads that are gonna be gone really quickly with lines around down the on the street and yeah. everything so um but they're only giving the fifteen thousand of those and it's a forty five thousand seat oh venue, i think that with all the renovations so that's gonna be like literally like i said lines around the ballpark and then probably one of the coolest ones that we talked a little bit about this uh, show a couple weeks ago when Jose Bautista was announced that he's going to be in the ballpark, being uh, entered into the level of excellence, and as they're doing a backflip bobblehead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you miss up that? So, what was the one you said about Bo Bichette, though? You, you kind of cut out during the Bo Bichette. What's the special one you said? It's um the that cool, you know, that like sweatband thing that he wears oh, to keep his hair in his slow back. <laughs> you know, the thing that usually says Bichette happens. Uh, <laughs> nice. So it's so they got that. They have Vlad gold glove bobblehead. They have a really cool one with A. Jansen and yeah. um, Romano that's doing the handshake after the ball game kind of thing. Um, really, really cool stuff. And then even one for the kids. We got an Elmo night. You know, they're going to yep. give away on uh, Jay Saturday. Is he still popular yeah. Elmo? Like, like jerseys on like random characters. Yeah. yeah. And it, but to that point, if it gets people to come to the ballpark, you got to think, hey, if I can take my kid to the ballpark and she enjoys getting a, you know, elbow bobblehead, win. And I yeah. get to drink beer and have hot dogs. I don't know if you know the trend. <laughs> Some hot dogs and beer, Craig. I think that's what drives you to the games, right? It's part of it. So it's like the icing on the cake or the cherry on top, you know, baseball, and then boom, <laughs> a beer of hot dogs. How much is that going to cost, though? Chester, it's beer and uh, garbage plates with hot dogs. On. <laughs> <laughs> and how much is a hot dog? I know dog, Amanda man? knows this, but I know the Blue Jay fan doesn't know this because I'm the weird one that lives in Rochester, New York. Um, a garbage plate is a food concoction made by drunk people that <laughs> has home fries and, and mac salad with some sort of meat and hot sauce thrown on top of it. 
The meat's usually a hot dog, a hamburger, pulled pork, something of that. But it just comes in a to-go tray because that's the only way you can serve it. And you just kind of sit there and smash it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm intrigued to try it. My heart might not survive it, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> At the age of 38, I'm surprised I've made it this far. <laughs> so, just saying. Um, but then you would think that you know, we're just following the fat Americans thing to a T here in Rochester. Just saying. But to that point, as far as fun with minor league promotions go, they always have Rochester Plates Night, which is a yeah. Red Wings where the jerseys that look like a garbage plate. <laughs> and then we play the Buffalo Wings, wings. rather often. Are they still doing that promo this year? Uh, we're doing it. For, we're doing it on National Chicken Wing Day. Uh, we're uh, we're uh, Jay Jeremy back to the Buffalo Wings and then doing a bunch of chicken wing promotions. When is Chicken Wing Day? There you go. Uh, it's July 29th. Is that officially? Is that just for Buffalo Bisons, or is that like an actual Chicken Wing I Day? I think that's like the national holiday of nice. National Chicken Wing Day. Yeah, that's uh, like number one on that day for your obscure holidays catalog. You know? <laughs> so July 29th, right? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So the next fun part is we're still doing the wing race versus blue cheese and the celery. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, it's blue cheese, celery, chicken wing, carrot, beef on whack. And then on Fridays, we have fish fry and fish fry always, always wins. Don't tell Bison's fans that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I throw my money in the week. <laughs> so, how many interns can you get to race? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My brother used to do that for the, they did the sausage race in rear Rochester with the, you know, he's all this Italian names were the greats that started the Rochester Red Wings. So, okay, sausage. <laughs> so, for fun. But um, other than that, Ken, we still have the Toronto Blue Jays returning back for Looney Hot Dog Day. Ooh. And um, they have the Junior Jays stuff going on still so there's still the normal things going on with the blue jays and now you throw all that normal in with these new areas in the ballpark with the neighborhood stuff that they're doing in the outfield it's going to be a little bit different to go to the ballpark because now you could go an hour before the game have something to do in the ballpark enjoy batting practice and goof around and then maybe score a bobblehead on one of these days and hang out in the, one of these places that one of them's like backyard themed with like swings and stuff in it the other one's like the rooftop bar place some really cool stuff that in addition to all these promos you're gonna want to Stay at the ballpark. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're trying to figure out right now. Like, I know my wife, uh, Mrs. K, and I were trying to figure out when can when's, when can we actually take the kids to their first Blue Jay game. So, I know tickets are going to be really hard to come by, especially because you said they're not coming back till what April 11th, which is our actual wedding yes. anniversary. So, we'll see if we can get that's tickets to that. If, if you don't have your opening day ticket already, though, you might want to start scalping one. Yeah. Just <laughs> or just in general, just the kids want to see an actual Blue Jays game, which is going to be great. So, yeah, looking forward to that. I thought this was a kind of a fun one for um, catching all the also European people that live in the area of Toronto. They have a cricket day that they're going to actually give out like a cricket looking uniform for one of the giveaways. And okay. I probably just froze because nobody else is moving. Okay, yeah, you, you froze for just a second there, Craig. But uh, having something, like I said, that's something I would have never in a million years thought of, even though. Cricket is baseball, or baseball is cricket. I don't know which way it goes, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it looks pretty snazzy, you know. And it's something that's like, okay, it's you know more or less a golf shirt that looks awesome, cricketed, and that's something I can wear to work. I might be interested. Just saying, on June twenty fourth. Well, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, like I said, they have the split jersey. That is really, really cool. That's something completely clever. Um, along with they have the Jay's Care Foundation night that is similar to the Mystery Ball night that Amanda was talking about, where you can auction and get stuff from Blue, you know, Blue Jays fandom and whatnot. I'm wondering, because they usually give away some weird ballpark related stuff too. I'm wondering if they kept some of the better looking old seats from the ballpark when they did these renovations. Again, oh, they might. They auction off, put an autograph on it. If not, you better be listening. It's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, although the question is, Craig, let's say they do like auction off some of the old seats. Where do you put it in your house? Oh, I'll find a place. Okay. <laughs> find a place. And we'll people to sit in it. This chair right here, I'll be at <laughs> 500 level right there on the back because <laughs> I can't afford real seats. <laughs> nice. So, but to that point, I, if they always find some really cool stuff for those giveaways for that, or not giveaways for those auctions, especially for the Jays Care Foundation, which is helping Blue Jays baseball and youth baseball throughout all of Canada. So, great great reason to be given to that charity so um things like that cool along with they're having a more pride giveaways and stuff this year again for the pride weekend there they in this there's literally something for everybody yeah. on this promotion schedule and to find oh well you know thinking about going to the Paul park, but what's that last thing that really makes somebody go? Yeah. <laughs> and they, there's something on here for everybody, as I mentioned. And those are, like I said, just some of the cooler ones, but yeah, <laughs> I know. I want to go to the, I, I want to go to the Canada, uh, Canada one. Do they still have the red Canada jerseys? I think on those days, I want to have something to match. They my red what it's going to look like yeah, this year. Yeah. Elf. I'm trying to get it to match my, uh, my red hat. Cause I can't seem to find a place to put it or wear it when I'm on the show. So, Everything's blue. So. I'm noticing a trend. I don't know why everything would be. Like I mentioned, I was trying to find some bisons or something to wear tonight. <laughs> and I had a little trouble finding anything that was, you know, actually in my closet still for my children. <laughs> so, Damn um, kids. That, to that point, let's, um, let's, you know, dive into our memories a little bit here and um, think of those things that brought you to the ballpark or maybe you happened to procure while you were at the ballpark when you were a kid or even recently or whatnot. Um, I, there's been some crazy things I've seen over the years and some really fun things. Um, and what is there anything that pops into your mind as like, wow, I really think somebody should do that again. Or that was just one of my favorite things. That was a nice perk for going to the ballpark that night. Uh, most of my stuff is like, as some of the fun I had, like on star Wars night, the first time that they started doing that years ago, you know, this is my friend tricked me into being one of those guys that dressed up like a stormtrooper. That's why I knew about that five by first legion. <laughs> so is there anything that comes to mind for either of you? I'll let Amanda go first. Here, you're so tired. <laughs> She's like, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> I always like when there was like performers on the field doing something crazy, uh, like Tyler's amazing balancing act. Uh, we're having him come to the ballpark this summer. He balances just anything and everything on his chin. Uh, like he does, I like, yeah, innings, cool. he'll, he'll like do like a little performance on the field. But when he's not doing something on the field between innings, he's just going through the crowd and 
and give him something like their cell phone, their beer, and helps balance it out his chin. I don't know how he got into that, but he, yeah, he does stuff like that. And just, I just those something like that. I wonder how much is like because I picked up some really stupid things from sitting on the bench waiting to play baseball as a kid, <laughs> like just juggling baseballs with one yeah. hand, picking them up and throwing it behind your back and catching it, doing it, dropping it here and hitting it with your elbow to catch it again. You think that's something like I was? He was just sitting around waiting for something else to happen. It's like, you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to start beefing around with it. Probably That's the only way I can think of you get something like that. Yeah, yeah he, he can do like a bike and like a ladder and stuff like that. Wow. I can't even imagine doing something like that off my chin. It'd probably just snap and horrible <laughs> catastrophic thing for everybody to watch. And maybe that's the reason people show up and watch. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's as much as that. Um, Ken? What are you thinking? Well, aside from like since my since my Kelly Google bobblehead thing got poo-pooed on today, then the only thing I can think of is either have either a dancing Homer kind of uh, situation uh, night or something like that because I think that was popular for those who watch The Simpsons. But uh, those are the only two things that come to mind. Yeah, um, I was. And this this is funny enough. One that's not. It's six degrees from the Blue Jays, like kind of bacon, kind of like thing. Um, I was down in Tampa, Florida, visiting some friends, and the Blue Jays happened to be in town um, the night that I was flying out of Tampa. So I was like, "Well, I gotta go to Tropicana Field." As much as I, you know, didn't want to relive that experience again because <laughs> it's just a rough ballpark. Um, but to that point, don't if you're in in Tampa, go. It is still worth it a million times over. It's just, if you're used to other ballparks, you got to remember it's like taking a step back in time a little bit. Um, but to that point, the they had 80s night at Tropicana night or Tropicana Field. And not only was all the, you know, uniforms and everything kind of 80s themed, the, you know, they brought the back, the Devil Rays look as all the neon stuff for the throwback jerseys and things that night along would just have all this crazy neon stuff around the ballpark and having a good time with some of the eighties music and whatnot. Um, but Pat Benatar, Oh no, sorry. Joan Jett actually played after the, sh the ball game at like 11 o'clock at night oh, oh, really? <laughs> for a whole hour afterwards. I'm like, wait a minute. I get to, you know, hang out, goof around at a ballpark, have a great time. Listen to some awesome music during the game because God, you know, I'm Grew up in the eighties, nineties kid. <laughs> so, um, but then I get to see Joan Jet after the ball game, and like literally, kind of have a you know a bad reputation about it. <laughs> so, I was like, this is really cool. And like I said, for the price of twenty five bucks or whatever it was, that was a really fun night for me and my few friends that were down there. And then I got on a plane and came back home to Rochester, freeze, you know freeze in the middle of the summer. <laughs> so it was like it was a weird week. It was like. I went from being 90 degrees down there to like, you know, like right around, you know, 10 degrees Celsius ish. <laughs> when I got back here, there was some weird, you know, Western New York weather mask coming through and it was cold. <laughs> it was like 60 out. So that's what happens early in April in May area. <laughs> yes. Very much so. So. It almost broke me, Ken. <laughs> that's all right. It's so. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, we have a, any other promotion fund other than like if we have like Panic at the Disco Night that happened to Chicago memories for Amanda way back when and the Disco Burn Night or whatever it was that no, almost I got, caused a riot. I got the perfect day for you. For those kids who there grew up is. in the 90s, you got to have a crisscross night where everyone has to wear their clothes backwards. 
If you, you remember go. that, <laughs> if you for those who don't remember the song, what's it called? Jump by Criss Cross. Yeah. If not, YouTube it, watch the song. You know, it's a nice hip hop rap song from like kids. Uh, I don't know how old they're probably really old now, but back then it was like yeah. really cool, really cool. So yeah. now you're making me wonder, like, okay, now, like I said, I'm almost 40. Does it go from 80s nights to 90s nights and it just becomes like Janko jeans and Green Day? Yeah. <laughs> 90s is starting to be. I'm definitely going to write down that Criss Cross like, where it goes backwards. I think that's, I think that's funny. I think fans get into that. Credits. There I'll, it is. I'll definitely credit you and give you some tickets to that game. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> I'll make sure I don't meet him there. You're not doing what we were doing a few weeks ago. We were just making fun of trying to bump our social media up and go, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> it was the night we, we were recording and the news broke like right before we went on the show that he was actually retiring. So it's like, okay. Like actual and, retiring. I won't believe it until the season starts. Brett Favre. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so anyway, Amanda, now we got just under 10 minutes left in the show here. This is your time to shine. Shameless self-promote, whatever, for yourself, the Buffalo Bisons, where Blue Jays fans can find you. That kind of stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, definitely the, uh, follow all the Bisons uh, social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, um, at Buffalo Bisons. I'm pretty sure that's what it is for all of them. Uh, my roommate, Marissa, is the social media coordinator, so I always try to give her all the recognition she deserves because she does a really good job at growing the following um, for the Bisons. Um, go to Bisons.com uh, for tickets. Uh, we're having a pretty, uh, pretty cool promotion for Canadian fans uh, with no service fees uh, on tickets um, up until I believe it is May 31st because um, we really want to get Canadian fans back to the ballpark. We definitely miss Canadian fans um, since we didn't have, um, with the border restrictions, we didn't have as many Canadian fans as we wanted to last season. So we want to see more Canadians out at the ballpark this season. It, it's Buffalo. You're only this far away. Come, yeah. come down. Just get on the peace there ropes. We've <laughs> like been listening to those uh, Dairy Lake commercials. It's only a hop, skip, and a jump away. <laughs> so, um, uh, but to that point, Amanda, it's been a pleasure. Is there anything, either yourself or Ken, that you would like to chit I, uh, I, I came unprepared. I don't have a stupid game to play this evening, but that's the show. <laughs> so. It's okay, Craig. We don't have to go all the way to the hour. You know, like I said, we would ideally like to, but if we can't come up with any topics, that's what we always throw back to the listeners to make sure... Oh, you know, watching us, please send some topics that you want us to talk about. If you want to talk about how great Kelly Gruber is, we'll be glad to talk about it for an entire episode. Craig. There it is. I got it. <laughs> but to that point, um, I, I like I said, I, it's just a fun time. I'm s i am cannot get over how excited I am to to storm into the season and it's oh, for yeah. a multitude of reasons it's for what's going to be going on in buffalo it's what's going on for the blue jays this is going to be a fun year for baseball for blue jays fans all across the board Myers and major league level it's going to be fun i cannot wait for it to start and i guess this is where i have to shamelessly self-promote our own stuff because i actually have something to promote <laughs> blue jays fans next week make sure you tune in to us live for the love of god i beg of you and we saw all of you in tonight i saw it I see the little counter up here on the screen. I say something, and I have a great guest in the 
uh, former Toronto Blue Jay, Canadian and baseball enthusiast, Scott Richmond is going to be joining us on the show next week. And he just is fresh off of hanging out in full on Canadian Mountie gear at the World Baseball Classic down in Arizona. He is ready for opening day and already in full midseason baseball form. Hope <laughs> you want to make sure that we have some chit chat and whatnot, along with all the other fun that we get to have next week as we literally are going to be recording the night before opening day. So do you think you'll tons have, of fun? Do you think he'll actually wear the Mounties uniform on the show? I'm kind of curious what we're going to get because he's a little bit he, he fits the goofball level of this collective that we have on this show wholeheartedly. So it, it's going to be a fun night. And I, like I said, if you can't get us on the live feed, you know, what and I find it hard to believe if you can, if you have time at seven o'clock next Wednesday or seven o'clock Wednesday any week, join us. We are live on YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Name it. We're on it. <laughs> so, and then afterwards, if you miss it and you still want to hear all the fun shenanigans that we had with me, Ken, Jason, and Scott Richmond, make sure you join and jump in on the, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcasting pleasure from, where it's Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, any of that stuff. Amazon and hopefully music. we get Jason back. Amazon Music. We are on, on Amazon Music now, too. It seems like every time something new comes out, our wonderful podcasting friends uh, just dump us right on it. It's really cool. And to that point, we are the official podcast of jaystrill.com, part of fansided.com. So there you go. Make sure you check out these logos and all of our wonderful friends that write for that website as well. Um, Amanda, it has been a wonderful pleasure having you on this show this evening. Thank you very much for joining us and giving us a little insight to what's going on in Buffalo when you get to inherit all our wonderful player league guys this season. Hopefully, I'm going to steal them as Toronto Blue Jays fans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. Thank you so. for having me. Uh, Go Bisons, our, um, our opening day is April 4th at 2.05 p.m. So really excited for that. Really down to the wire for us. Yeah, and hopefully, at least it seems like here in Western New York, the weather is finally trending in the right direction. I'm going to knock on desk really quick. (laughs) 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 um, I don't know if you guys do it or not, but it's been a Rochester tradition for as long as the Red Wings have been in town. (laughs) Opening day in April is always, if it's a snow out, you get a free ticket for any Blue Jay game, or I mean, any Red Wing game later in the season. (laughs) So opening day is a a snow out. (laughs) It's happened. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just saying yeah, we, so. should, we probably should do that but we luckily haven't had snow outs our opening day last year i think it was like 60 degrees and sunny so we're hoping for something similar that global warming thing is making it harder and harder for that promotion to actually pay off yeah. for minor league baseball fans but this is what it is it so we'll move on to the next fun time but into that it's minor league baseball there's always gonna be fun <laughs> absolutely so, anyways anything else Good to go. All right. Well, Blue Jays fans, thanks again for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week with our guest, Scott Richmond. And I think, Ken, you know what to do. And I think we clued you in, Amanda. It's that time of the evening where we do two claps, the Ric Flair, and let's go Blue Jays. One, two, three. Woo! let's go blue jays let's go bisons Kelly Gruber. <laughs> thank you for listening to the jaybird watching podcast please follow us on facebook instagram twitter twitch at bird watching gc and our youtube channel if you want to support the show and get extra content please consider joining to our patreon at patreon.com slash bird gc go jays go What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.